I need a better job. I need, I need, I need, you know, for me, it was, I need sleep. I need that. And you know, this is what we're all trying to get to, right? We're all trying to get to happiness. It is what we're all after, whether we're after love, whether we're after money, really what we're after is happiness. And it took me a long time to realize that this right here had it upside down. It goes like this. When we choose happiness, we actually create an environment for all of these things. So here's the big question. Have you ever been so financially frustrated from years of poor financial decisions only to wonder, why didn't they teach me in school anything about how to manage money? I've spent the last 20 years learning the secrets to how money really works and how to use it to get financially free on a goal to retire early. I've realized how much of an impact we could have on the world by teaching financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and a successful mindset. Join me as I interview some of the world's most successful business owners, coaches, and parents to get them to share their secrets on how you can not only learn, but teach these lessons to your kids to become financially free and impact your children's financial trajectory so they can avoid the frustration and go on to do great things. I'm Cody Laughlin, and this is the Money Talkers Podcast. Welcome back, Money Talkers. This is the High Impact Series. I have Amanda Joy with me from momactivated.com. She's a mother of nine and has figured out how to get the house to run amazingly but it starts with emotions and so if you haven't listened yet you got to go listen to the full-length episode uh, she is just dropping uh, parent knowledge like left and right parent knowledge gold so uh, well, first of all I want to say thanks again Amanda uh, thanks for coming on the show thank you for having me it has been fun <laughs> well excellent and so uh, but this is the high impact series and so basically here's the goal um, each week we're gonna release one of these it's eight, 10, 12 minutes long, you get done listening, take your headphones out, take your earbuds out, put your phone down, go be present with your kid and go have a money talk with them about the subject that we talk about today. In 52 weeks, if you spent this doing 20 to 30 minutes in a week, you will have 52 money talks with your kid and you will absolutely change their trajectory of where they're going to go in life. But on top of that is that you're going to open the door to have that lifelong relationship with them so that they know that they can come to you to talk about these subjects. So with that all said, Amanda, here's the big question, right? What is the one thing that you could teach about that our schools don't, that has had a major, major impact on your life? The biggest thing that I wish so much that I would have learned when I was young, um, I would say in school, I was homeschooled. So, <laughs> but I wish that someone would have taught me that happiness is something that I could choose right now and that there's nothing in life that is going to get me there. And actually, I'm going to draw a dry again for you. Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do this because this, this is so big for me because when I started teaching stuff about parenting, you know, I had been through, I had been through so much. I had a daughter with special needs who went almost 10 years without sleeping more than three hours at a time. So guess who else went 10 years without sleeping more than three hours at a time? Um, and so I got to this place where I felt like if I could just change this in my life, I would be happy. If I could just make more money, I would be happy. And so this was kind of my big aha moment. So for us, you know, we feel like, okay, so 
I don't know if you can see this. Tell me if you can. Yep. But so we have a funnel here. And what we're trying to get to here at the bottom is happy. We want to get to happy, right? And then, so we're looking at what are some things that I need to be happy? I need money. I need a relationship. That's a lot to write while I talk. <laughs> you know, I need a better job. I need, I need, I need, you know, for me, it was, I need sleep. I need that. And you know, this is what we're all trying to get to, right? We're all yeah. trying to get to happiness. It is what we're all after, whether we're after love, whether we're after money, really what we're after is happiness. And it took me a long time to realize that this right here, I had it upside down. It goes like this. When we choose happiness, we actually create an environment for all of these things. We can achieve these things. I struggled with my grades in high school. I struggled with math. I struggled with reading. I struggled, struggled, struggled. And I kept feeling like if I could just get this right, I would be happy. You know, and I brought that into my adulthood because there was no one to tell me that, no, you've got it all wrong. Choose happiness and then everything else in your life can flow into place, but you're blocking that. You're blocking that entrance into your heart and into your mind because you're choosing, you know, to block happiness. I'm, I'm not going to accept it. I'm not ready for it. I'm, I have to have these things first. And so when you can choose happiness, you pave the way in your life for everything else you want to achieve. So especially for the kids in school, we see more depression in schools right now than we have ever seen. We see a higher rate of suicide. We see more bullying. We see cyberbullying and just the things that are going on online. And you know, if kids could just grasp the idea that I can really choose to be happy right now, I can choose that, then they can let go of all of this stuff. And so for me, the most important thing that you can tackle with your kids is their happiness. If they're struggling at school, help them feel whole and happy. You know, if they're struggling in friendships, help them feel whole and happy. Let that be your main focus so that they can get to those other things. Yeah, I would say that a major, major turning point in my life was the realization that you can pick emotions. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I didn't, I just assumed like everybody else, like I'm either, I'm happy because of something good is going on or I'm uh, mad because something I perceive should make me mad is going on. Like I didn't realize that, you know, the world is the way it is and you get to pick the way you see it. Right. Right. We feel like we are almost a victim to our environment, yeah. you know, that our environment gets to determine how we show up. When the reality is that, you know, when we show up, when we choose how we're going to show up, that our environment around us shifts rapidly, you know, but we have to first make that decision. Otherwise, you have to work a hundred times as hard to achieve happiness. And then you've got to maintain anything that you get that makes you happy so that you can hold on to that happy feeling. You know, it's exhausting to try and achieve happiness that way through things, you know, through relationships through grades, you know? So yes. Yeah. And I, I love that you pointed that out. You know, we do get to make that choice. Well, the thing is too, like if you are, if you are waiting for something, like let's say you fixated on something, a new car is going to make me happy. Right. And you get that mm -hmm. new car. It's only a new car for a little while. First of all, right. the second of all, that's not what made you happy. Like yeah. you're still, you're going to go right back into the pattern because you're just, you're not really solving what's at the core of the, of the, of the issue. And so like, if I only got these grades, I'd be happy. Well, the second you get those grades, there's something else that you need to make you happy immediately. Right. 
you know? And so that's what you see with kids a lot of times is like, and we, I feel like we kind of train ourselves to do that when we get like, I don't know, like it, uh, when we go to like Target, you know, and there's like, you buy them something and it's like, now you should be happy for the next like rest of the day. And you're like, they're like, okay. Like, and they're happy for like five minutes and then it's on the ground and then you're mad. <laughs> like, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, this didn't work at all, you know? And so um, I guess like, uh, how do you open that door? Do you think, um, you know, and the reason I ask is that, you know, you, you've, you've done it a lot of times because you've seen a lot of, you've, you've helped shape a lot of small brains, right? And so a lot of times we learn by doing things the wrong way and then doing things by trial and error. And then we find ways that work. So like what in your experiences have you done to open that door to have that conversation? Because you can't just tell your kids to be happy. Right. 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 Doesn't go over well, especially with teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just be happy. Yeah. Um, You know, and like we were talking about in the podcast, the older that kids get, you know, the relationship kind of shifts to where they're not as open for you to come to them and say, hey, let's talk about your happiness, where, you know, my six-year-old, I could sit him down and he would be all ears, you know, let's talk about happiness, you know, and as they get older, sometimes I pull it into conversations sneakingly, you know, sometimes I put on like podcasts about brain mapping while we're driving to school in the morning, you know, and I did that a week ago, and yesterday, my 16-year-old came to me and he was like, can you can you talk to me about that brain mapping stuff that you were listening to? How do you do that? And I was like, yes, because I really put it on for him. It wasn't for me at all. (laughs) He was having some trouble. But, you know, one thing that I tell parents is that unsolicited advice is seldom taken to heart, you know? And so sometimes it's about you stepping into that and your kids are drawn to it. When you say, okay, this is the day that I decide to be happy, give it time because it's infectious. Your kids are going to pick up on it and they're going to be drawn to it. And they're going to be drawn to your excitement and your enthusiasm. And before you know it, they're either going to start modeling you or stepping into who of more, more of who they are, or they're going to start asking questions if they're older. And so the best way to help your kids find it is just be it. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And that's, um, you know, I would also say I love the idea of like a third party kind of validating it, right? Because yes, mom yeah. and dad don't know anything, I'm sure, in the teenage years. I haven't got there yet. I'm terrified of it. But yeah. yeah. So I'm doing my groundwork now. You know, I want to be, they, they think I'm the smartest guy in the room now, but so maybe later I get something in there. But it's like you said, like if, um, if you're finding resistance, um, you can also learn the subjects with your kids. You know, so like a lot about what I talk about is personal finance and entrepreneurship and successful mindsets. Like you don't have to be a finance guru, an entrepreneur, and have a perfectly successful mindset to talk to your kids about these things. You can listen to them together. Right. Right. And so you can right. open that door because it's a third party validation um, mm-hmm. of, the, of the subject or maybe it sparks their interest, like you said. And then it sounds like you kind of gave them a little room to let it marinate a little bit. So that it was like, so now, like you said, they're coming to you to ask about it. Right. And not to not come across as a know-it-all because nobody likes a know-it-all, not even your kids, you know? So it's good to let your kids see that you don't have all the answers, you know, and be really upfront and honest about that. You know, it's okay to go to your kids and say, you know what? I handled that wrong, you know, or I thought this, but then I found this new information and now I'm, I'm going to give this a shot, you know, I'll let you know how it goes. And so you know, it does a couple of things. For one, it makes them feel more connected to you because you're not putting yourself up here, you know, where you know everything. And, you and if you're going up there, up that means they're down there. 
exactly that's i think that's what i think that's the inference that they catch is like okay well you think you're up there and you think i'm down there like i think that's immediately what kids think a lot right yes yeah 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 it's always about drawing their souls to you you know it's never about you know i've heard some parents say you know well i'm not their friend i'm their parent like oh no you have to be their friend you know you have to treat them like you're they're like they are your most trusted friend you know and if you treat your children as that that is what they grow into because they grow into their environment you know so that is the standard that you want to set and so friends know that their friends are not perfect you know my kids know that i make mistakes you know and it's age appropriate i don't share mistakes with them that are not you know suitable for their age but you know they need to know that i'm okay with making mistakes You know, and I think you and I had talked about this before, but I tell my kids, you know, that failures are the currency that you will use to buy your success. And so when you allow yourself to fail, you allow yourself to grow. If you don't allow yourself to fail, there's no room to grow. So your kids need to see when you fail. Your kids need to see, you know, that you don't beat yourself up over it. You don't beat them up over it. You know, that you celebrate it. Like, okay, you know, now I know how not to do this. You know, I'll, I'll get it right the next time. You know, so that you can help them create that environment to where, you know, they can embrace happiness because life's not holding a big stick over them, you know, waiting for them to fail so you can knock them back down. You know, they need to know that it's all celebrated the same. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the mistakes, we're all going to make them. You know, we're all human and it doesn't change how I love you. It doesn't change how I show up for you. It doesn't change how I support you. It doesn't change how much I trust you you know, you are my child. I still trust you. I trust you entirely. My kids have access to, and I'm not suggesting all parents do that, but my kids know like the pin on my debit card, you know, they know how to use my credit cards and I fully trust them. Have mistakes ever been made? Yeah. Mistakes have been made before. Do I fully 100% trust my kids? I absolutely do. I absolutely do. Because the more you trust them, the more they feel trustworthy and they rise to that occasion. So yeah, model happiness if you want your kids to be happy. If you want your kids to be this happy, then you need to be like this happy and just show up and say, we got this day. They'll roll their eyes. They're kids. They're going to roll their eyes at you, but it's okay. Because deep down, you're planting seeds, you know, and those, I I do believe firmly that those are going to sprout in their time. You know, your job to plant them, to water them, to nurture them and trust the process. That's awesome. So I think that, uh, you know, kind of what we're talking about right now is that it's, it's an actionable item for this would be to put the headphones down, put the earbuds down, walk to your kids and start asking them about what makes them happy and what they think happiness is and start to have that conversation so that you can know exactly how to nurture that with them. And then also on the personal side, is to start looking at how your actions and reactions are to their failures and to their successes and that to make sure that you're celebrating them. Right, right. And your own, and your own. More is caught than taught, 100%. They're more likely to model you than to obey you. So you need to be the person that you would be proud to see them become. And then let them grow into who they are. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a that, that's a great thing. And so um, I would challenge you to do this too, as a as a parent this week is when you mess up something this week, whatever it be, laugh at it with them, 
you know, yeah. let them poke fun with you and laugh at it and just say, man, what a knucklehead I was. And just watch them, watch how they gravitate to that and their eyes just light up, right? Yes, and so, absolutely. And, and then it's okay. And, you know, in my household, they're expected to fail because if they don't fail sometimes, I mean, they're, they're not pushing themselves enough, you know? Yes, absolutely. I tell parents, try to have one good laugh with your kids a day. Just yeah. one laugh. Try it for a week and see what happens. See how connected they feel to you after that. That's great. Awesome. Well, Amanda, thank you so much. Listen, guys, this is the uh, High Impact Series. Take action today. Don't be a consumer of information. Go out there and actually have a first money talk with your kids. And that can be an emotional talk like we're doing right now. Um, Amanda, where can uh, where's the best place for money talkers to find out more about what you uh, are up to and, and what you're doing? Go to momactivated.com. From there, you can find all kinds of resources for parents, including a Facebook link to join our community so that you can find support. <laughs> support is a parent. We need each other. It really does take a village. But go to momactivated.com, find tools and resources and everything you need. All right. Fantastic. Thanks again. Money Talkers, put the headphones down. Go out there and make an impact. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kid's financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.